And now, talking some high school football from around Marshall County, conversations from around the SEC, and everything in between. You're locked into the Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Let's get right into it. Coming at you now. Put me up a new revolution. This one is Welcome in. It's the Three and Out pregame show on a Thursday, not Friday. It is Thursday, September 29th. The Gunnersville Wildcats are headed down the road to take on the Wildcats in Jackson County at Scottsboro High School. Uh, kind of a uh, one of those traditional rivals that uh, Gunnersville hadn't actually played in a while. So it's fun to see this game back on the schedule, and it's actually an area game tonight. Uh, Scottsboro a little bit back in the middle of the pack of the area. Gunnersville um, obviously at the, at the top of it. So it's an important game no matter what. Gunnersville picks up a big win last week at Buckhorn, and uh, it sets the stage for a Gunnersville-Scottsboro game tonight, Zach. Um, I know this was a game you were looking forward to going to, but the Thursday night is going to kind of mess that up for you. Yeah, it's disappointing. I mean, I'm obviously excited to go to my my daughter's game tonight. She's right. got a soccer game, and that, that just sort of when you move them into the week, people have a lot of things going on. I was really looking forward to going to uh, uh, Friday night, but but now they've moved it. But, uh, you know, I'm going to unfortunately miss out. But um, it's the in soccer we call them Darby's. D E R B Y. They pronounce it Darby, though. Uh, it's I don't know what you would call this the the Highway uh, 79 Darby or the Columbus City Darby or what? what <laughs> Columbus City. Uh, the, wa- the Wildcat Darby. Or the uh, y- the yeah the Wildcat just a beat yeah plain and simple Wildcat Darby. Uh, this when I was a kid, this was a major rivalry. I remember I remember being you know seven eight nine years old and going to Gunnersville Scottsboro football and basketball games. I mean, and it was wild. I mean, it it was uh, it had the same atmosphere as you know an Albertville or Boaz game, and uh, you know Scottsboro kind of limping in two and three into this one, but they're definitely a, a a tough opponent and somebody that I know the Wildcats won't take lightly. John Davis is another old school Gunnersville guy. I know this Scottsboro game means a lot to you too, no matter what. I mean, it's been what. Four years now, five years since they played this game. So. I'm just upset about, you know, I can't go either. Mm-hmm. And if you're traveling over there tonight, stop at Geno's. Ooh, yeah. And eat some pizza before the game. Yeah. Gino's best, good. best pizza in North Alabama. Geno's so good. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm upset that I can't, can't go to the game, but also that I'm missing out on that. Yeah, Geno's good. Uh, there's a lot of good spots over in Scottsboro to eat. Stop by and get you some unclaimed baggage. Yeah. Go a little early. From one of their eight unclaimed baggage stores. Yeah, go a little early. <laughs> they also have a Jefferson's baggage. over there. Ooh, downtown. Um, oh, man. I'll figure out the name of the, the restaurant in the break. But there's a restaurant downtown, um, Scottsboro, that is phenomenal. It's old school, like a uh, diner kind of thing. It's it's so good. Uh, I'll figure out the name of it in the break. They have really good milkshakes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, right there on the corner. Um, but, yeah, you hate to see these games keep getting moved on Thursday nights. I get it. We had the threat of a hurricane, but now it's going to be beautiful. A, hur- a hurricane in yeah. northeast yeah, Alabama. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, Man, you know, uh, it, it does throw a wrench in the – I'm glad that they found out on Sunday instead yeah, of Wednesday. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. At least they did go ahead know, and do du- it. The Douglas game got moved later in the week. And it could have a lot to do with officials, too. I don't know the exact reason, to be honest with you. I didn't approach that with Coach Reese when we talked. 
didn't approach it with Coach Bell at Scottsboro when we talked. I just kind of felt I know the reason. It's got to be the hurricane, something to do with the hurricane, and probably officials, if I had to guess, too. So, anyway, regardless, we're playing on a Thursday night again. I think this is the uh, second time this season. So, as hey. coaches would say, you got to roll with it and uh, block out all the noise, uh, the noise that we're producing right now. <laughs> a- extra day off because uh, yeah. uh, yeah. they're uh, the Wildcats are off next week, right? So yes, uh, got a real long break before that ARAB game. Yeah, um, they even get Friday. Students don't go to school on Friday either, so they got a extra fif- long fifteen days mm-hmm. until you play again. Yeah, and it just so happens to be ARAB when they come back. Whew. So we're going to get into what happened last week in the county because there was some. There wasn't any shakeup in the region because everybody was playing a non-region game, but there was some surprising scores. Uh, Gunnersville did go on the road and beat Buckhorn. That was uh, that was good to see because I think at halftime, I think we were all a little bit surprised at what we were seeing. You know, it's twenty-eight to nothing. We're we're all like, okay, well, same old, same old. And then Buckhorn scores. We're like, wow, somebody scored on Gunnersville in the first half. That's neat. Get the onside kick. Score again. It's 28-14 going into halftime, and my thought was, is this about to be a game? And it sort of was for a minute in the third quarter. But then uh, Gunnersville finally pulled away with the run game. Listen, I speak for myself and myself only, but there was some questionable officiating in that first half. Yeah, there was. Um, (laughs) I mean, I know it's very hard to find officials, and many times they're they're doing their best, and I'm not harping at officials or anything. I'm just saying, we we basically had to score three times on one drive yeah. for them to finally give us a touchdown, and you know, be uh, you know, like a like a uh, major first down run to be called back mm-hmm. for a holding or what, and then and then the fumble recovery. I, I mean, I, I I don't know. There's, I, I would be, like to have instant replay. It could be it could be one of those crews that. They have to deal with up there at Buckhorn, and the people at right. Buckhorn are probably thinking, "Yeah, welcome to like, our world." Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. But their fans were engaged the whole game, man. They were. They were doing the wave in the fourth quarter. That's awesome. You know, but Buckhorn's th- a cool place. They got uh, they got within thirty one twenty one. Yeah. And then we go on the field, and Tay Armor, offensive lineman, uh-huh. looked at the rest of the offensive line, and said, "Enough is enough." Like screamed it. That's awesome. That's what you want to see. Fifty two twenty one. Yeah. Final score. That's awesome. Julian Jordan had a huge game. Shoot. Right at 160 yards. Man, once he – I saw it in the in the Jamboree, and I, and I knew once it's once it started clicking, and I think he's starting to see it himself. I think the game's starting to slow down for him. Mm-hmm. Man, when he – his second burst, it's like a third and fourth gear. It's it's awesome to watch. Right. Yeah, he's, he's, he, he has all the potential in the world to be a co- collegiate football player. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, you're right. It's, it really is starting to – to click for him uh, he's the guy that i tell everybody like that you know they're coming to their first game like i've got some friends that you know played football at gunnersville and they'll come back you know every now and then and i'm like watch number mm-hmm. five yep like he's he he's a guy that we really didn't have when i was in school we mm-hmm. didn't have that kind of shifty runner that had that speed when you hit the outside um gosh he's he's worth every bit of that uh that ticket price what to come watch. ej havis had like three thousand tackles Something yeah. like that. Just unreal. I'm going to call him EJ Toa Toa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was everywhere, man. I mean, he really was. He he had – I know for – he had 11 tackles in the first half. 
Somebody correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I'm almost positive. He had 11 tackles in the first half. I'm not correcting you. Himself. I'll correct you later, but not go. here. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot. EJ's all over the field all the time. Um, so, great to see Gunnersville go on the road and get a win at a 6A school like Buckhorn. Scottsboro tonight, we are having a good time as always. Speaking of having a good time, we want to thank the Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater for sponsoring the show. Remember, Sand Mountain Skate Outdoor Ice Rink will be opening in November. Also, if your child has a birthday party coming up uh, for the fall or winter, don't worry about the cold weather. Plan your next family fun-filled birthday splash at their Indoor Aquatics Center. So much stuff going on up there. Follow them on their Facebook page for updates. We will be right back. Hey, I've, I've, I've had some friends that have done oh, uh, yeah. the birthday parties up there. Yeah. It's like the what you get for the money is like incredible. Yeah. Who needs Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah. And it could be it could be like 12 degrees outside, yeah. and you got that indoor pool, and the kids are running around. They're happy to be getting uh, getting some swim time. I've got boys' uh, December birthdays. That's probably what we're going to do. Hey, Chuck E. So. Cheese used to be a jam. It used to be a jam. It did. But now it's Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Agreed. <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring the show, guys. It's three and out pregame show. We'll be right back. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Cromama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cromamas has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cromamas, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. Downtown 412 wants to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Downtown 412 is Gunnerville's premier sports bar, always providing a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. Make it your spot this fall for you and your friends to enjoy football on their many big screen televisions. And remember to follow their Facebook page to stay up to date on daily specials and live music scheduling. Go Wildcats! From the staff at Downtown 412 in Gunnersville. Through three generations, C.A. Langford Company has provided North Alabama with the highest quality products since its beginnings in 1956. C.A. Langford Quarry has a wide variety of products to help serve the needs of commercial and residential areas alike. From regraveling the driveway to repaving highways and everything in between, they have what you need. Locally headquartered on Warrington Road in Gunnersville, Scott and all the employees of C.A. Langford wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. 
Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2022 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app, and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community. And go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. In the state of Alabama, the most anticipated time of year is college football season. It's Bama-Auburn. Auburn-Bama. It's on everyone's mind. At Bubba's 2, we're stocked with awesome men's collegiate game day gear and apparel. And it's 20% off. So roll tide, war eagle, and go Wildcats from Bubba's 2. Lake Gunnersville's fine apparel and formal wear store for men and youth. Bubba's 2, definitely not just another men's store. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back in to the three and out pregame show. So we just uh, set up what's going on tonight. Scottsboro is uh, going to host Gunnersville in a region matchup. We've got a lot of other region games going on tonight and a lot of other Marshall County uh, news and notes that happened last week. But first, let's talk about some SEC football, and uh, we'll just go ahead and we'll just go ahead and and address this. The Hogs did not come through. For me. <laughs> no, although it looked like they were, and I was sitting there watching it with a huge grin on my face, thinking this show's going to be a lot of fun next week. They and then I called, blew it. I called Jimbo. Yep. And they uh, they, they blew did. it, and then they missed the field goal at the end to win it. I've never seen a field goal miss like that. You know the you know NFL f field goal poster four feet higher than college. Hmm. Did not so know that. There's something you should think about. Wow, you didn't you didn't uh, factor that into your pick, did I didn't, you? I didn't factor that in. I didn't Listen, think that I've got I've got a little bit of crow in in the <laughs> oven. I'm gonna add some salt and pepper, and we'll bring it out here to you. That's fine. Um, who who was out of us three? Who was most correct about the about the biggest game so far? Definitely, definitely Zach. That's right. That's right. It was what 23 to 21. I think yes. my prediction was 20 to 17. Yeah. Uh, I, I said 35 13. I was wrong. I, <laughs> well, I knew it was going to be under 30. I knew neither one of those teams are going to score more than 27 points. Yeah. Even with Max Johnson coming in for Texas A&M, I still – He's probably going to be the quarterback moving Yeah, forward, for right? sure he has to be. But I still I, – I don't know. I, I'm not – I'm not confident about him going to Starkville. No, me neither. Tomorrow or no. Saturday. Well, listen, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm off. I'm. I was never really on the A&M bandwagon, but as far as like now, now that they've lost Anaya Smith, mm -hmm. that team, I mean, they'll be lucky to get to eight and four. He was their guy, yep. and like you've got Max Johnson. I, I, maybe he's a little better than what they had before mm -hmm. um, with King, but. Uh, I, I'm not sold on their skill players. Their defense is is a serviceable SEC defense, especially up front. 
they're going to have a hard time without a nice Smith. So I think I think Mississippi State's going to get the win over them this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked at all. And then obviously uh, with the loss, it diminishes the Alabama-Arkansas game a little bit. You still got to go to Fayetteville. And I personally, I think Alabama looked is starting to look like they're finding their groove, especially on offense. I think against Vanderbilt, um, five different receivers touched the ball against Vanderbilt. No, it was more than that. In the first half? Uh, I, I, I wouldn't doubt it. I know at least five. You had Jermaine Burton, Treshawn Holden, Ja'Cory Brooks, finally good to see him back from the dead, uh, Jameer Gibbs. Kobe Prentice. Kobe Prentice, and Latu. Six. So six different receivers touched the ball in the first half. And I think Jace McClellan's finally coming into that role as the short down back. Jameer Gibbs is your busted open back. Um, defense is finally getting a swagger. Right. Uh, the defense finally looks like – Right. Will Anderson finally looks like he plays on this defense. You just hope that, you know, that a couple guys went down for the defense. Uh, I know. Battle and, and Young on the defensive side, and you hope that doesn't affect them. As of Thursday, what's the – uh, we got a Saban, Saban says they're day to day, and so I, and they've practiced, so I expect them to play. Well, Jordan I, Battle's got the hamstring too, so that's always. I expect it to be all hands on deck. Yeah. Um You know, and you had uh, JoJo Earl went through warmups. Yes. He didn't play, but he's probably coming back. He's been practicing this week. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say I, I feel like Alabama. I felt like this is the week that Alabama shows up. I think next week we're going to have a close game ten, up at. Um, I mean, not. Not next week. Next away game mm-hmm. at Tennessee. Going to be a close, close one there. I think Alabama wins this one by three touchdowns. And and the reason why is because the matchup. Arkansas has the second worst secondary in the SEC. Yeah, they do. They allow a lot of yards through the mm-hmm. air. And when you let Bryce cook, when he gets to cooking, I mean he. Well, and and Vandy played, Vandy played um, two high safeties the whole game, and Alabama still. Was completing yes. yards. Yes, it was still complete passes down the field. The the thing that the Alabama offensive line has to hold it because Arkansas has a good defensive line. They're very physical up front on both mm-hmm. sides of the ball. We, we've got to keep Bryce's jersey clean. If mm-hmm. his if his jersey stays clean, he's throwing for three fifty, and this game's not close. This is a game too. Arkansas wins. Game day's there, so they blew that. John Davis. Mm-hmm. That's two weeks in a row that game day's gotten blown by somebody losing that shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to Clemson, NC State, which will be a good game. Yeah, but. It still wouldn't have been. The Bama's, we're favored by 17. Yeah. It still would not have been the scene that you would have at Fayetteville. Had yeah, no. With Bama in town. I'm telling you. Ten- it's going to be nuts anyway. Oh. I was upset that tennis, that game day didn't go to Lawrence. Which, yeah. Which, by the way, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. That was a great game. Still undefeated. Yep. Um, <laughs> they showed up at Tennessee and Knoxville. Yeah. That was the most electric game day crowd. Hey, that game, by the way, ended exactly like I said it would. A little bit close in the fourth quarter. Tennessee pulls away, wins by ten. And y'all, listen, I've I've tried my best to because I'm such a, I'm I'm so not a fan of Tennessee that I've tried my best <laughs> to not admit this. But that offense is good. They're good. It's, that, that's going to be a tough one. Hendon but that also that, that also would three years ago would have been yeah. a game that Tennessee lost. Oh yeah, without totally. a doubt, they would have been. They would have found a way to lose. And I thought that's what was happening in the fourth when quarter. When they got that onside what, kick, yeah. I was like, here we go. What was the call going for two uh, when you're when you're down <laughs> eleven? And I mean that blew it because because then if I mean and you can't like you I mean you can't second guess everything, but the the analytics don't call for you to go for two when you're down eleven. You you kick the you kick the extra point. You're down ten. 
They, they eventually score a touchdown and get the extra point. Then they're down three. Then when they recover that onside kick, all they got to do is kick a field goal. They don't mm-hmm. have to Hail Mary pass yeah. down. Then they set themselves up for a field goal and a chance to go to overtime. And uh, just, I don't know, Just I, I think that was a boneheaded decision, but um, that sort of cost Florida a little bit. But you were right. I mean, Florida did. I expected Tennessee to just come out and just, you know, use that crowd. Anthony and, Richardson just can't throw the ball. Yeah. Hey, he threw it well. He threw it better, but when it's time, he he, he obviously showed that. What is the deal with Florida quarterbacks? I mean, they just get uh, these guys that who doesn't want to play quarterback in Florida. I know. You know, I mean, it's insane to me. I, I don't know. Um, one peak. one thing we've got to change is it letting them advance the onside kick if they get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Like if they successfully do that and a guy catches it on the run, he should know, be able to go. He should uh, be able to score. And NFL, if he, you can. Yeah. Yeah, um, you can. We saw that, I think, mm-hmm. one, one week. Um, that's some SEC talk. We're going to talk a little bit more about the SEC when we come back. We're going to get into the Auburn game. Um, Auburn was uh, saved by uh, one of the one of the most in-shape peak me- male form kickers that I've ever seen. <laughs> the thicker kicker. Yeah, the thicker kicker. Uh, and saved by him. Jordan Hare Jesus was at play a little <laughs> bit on Saturday. He was. Uh, they, uh, Auburn was saved by them. They, they get out with a win, seventeen uh, fourteen over Missouri in overtime. So we'll talk about that when we come when we come back because uh, Auburn is taking on LSU today, and you can listen to it right here on WTWX. This is the three and out pregame show. When we come back, we're going to visit with Scottsboro head coach Chris Bell, and then we will talk some more SEC football and Marshall County football. Stick around. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency would like to thank the community for their continued support and wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Lake Gunnersville Insurance is a local, independent agency committed to the principles of service, integrity, and professionalism, and they make getting insurance simple. Reach them at 582-4039 or drop by their office located on the corner of Blunt Avenue and Loveless Street. Best of luck tonight from Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. Whitaker Towing Services has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811, and if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them, Wildcats, from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Sports are very important here in Marshall County and provide an outlet to keep our kids safe. Hello, this is Marshall County Sheriff Phil Sims. I want to wish all the great student athletes competing on the field tonight the best of luck. And let's make 2022 our best and safest year yet. The Marshall County Sheriff's Office is here to help you when you need us. Feel free to reach out to us. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm and Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. 
I am a proud Gunners alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. Hey, this is Cameron with the Laundry Basket Plus, car washes, laundromats, and storage units. Want to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season? Stop by any of our laundromats, car washes, boat and RV storages, or storage facilities in Boaz, Aberville, New Hope, and Gunnersville. Don't forget to bring your laundry for drop-off, wash, and fold service at either one of our locations in Finley Plaza or on the corner of Blen Avenue and Highway 227 for $1.25 a pound. We wish all the student-athletes all the best tonight. Go Wildcats! Hey everybody, this is Stephanie with Haven House Candles and More. Hey, did you know that we've changed locations? Yep, we are downtown and we are very excited to be part of a historic fence building now. We've had the opportunity to expand everything in our line from our candles that are still made on site, from our home decor to our bistro area. We've added to the wine selection. And of course, we have some of the most amazing small batch poured olive oils and balsamics curated right in Italy. We thank you so much for all of the support that you've given us. And we are very proud to support all the great student athletes of Marshall County. Factory Connection has the looks you love for less, a lot less. They opened their first store nearly 50 years ago right here in downtown Gunnersville, and now have over 300 locations in 17 states. Buying from the industry's leading fashion manufacturers allows Factory Connection to offer name brand and specialty store fashions that are 25 to 75% below retail, and they restock twice a week, every week. With great looks and serious savings, Factory Connection is your fashion connection. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. And we are joined now by Scott Square head coach Chris Bell. Coach, thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, you, this is your second year now at Scottsboro, and I know uh, uh, it's been it's been going pretty good for you so far this year. How has it gone the last two years, and where did you come from uh, when you took the Scottsboro job? I uh, came to Scottsboro from Oak Mountain in Birmingham. Uh been there nine years and um you know it's it's been it's been going okay. I don't know, I mean two and three is you know, we, we we're trying to get that corner turned and you know, we've had um I mean this last three game stretch has been it's been fun with Arab, Priceful and, and, and now Gunnerful, but um, you know, at, at the time all three have been ranked in the top ten in their respective classifications and you know, we got Gunnerful there now up to three. So, uh, you know, we're, we're just trying to, you know, trying to get better each day. Uh, kids have been working hard. We've got, uh, you know, the community seems to be, and you know, I know a football community is behind what we're doing. And it, um, you know, we, and it'd be nice to get this one this week, but I think, you know, one, one of the things I'm, I've, I've talked to the police here, and I think I'm going to try to see if we can't pull the bus over a few times from Gunnersville and then see if we can't keep getting here till about 7.30. Maybe we can score a few points before they get here. <laughs> um, well, Scott or Scottsboro is, you know, being from this area, I've always known how, what a unique community Scottsboro is and, and the tradition around the football program. I, I assume that was one of the things that led to you taking the job. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, we weren't necessarily looking for a, a change, but, um, you know, it, 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 you know, the job had come open. I didn't, you know, realize it was open till late. And, um, you know, we, 
you know, funny story my wife and I had uh, during the 2020 season. We had an off week uh, at Oak Mountain, and we had we'd actually come and we had gone to Gunnersville to um, to eat lunch at, at top of the river, and they were closed that day. And my wife, after she blessed me out for not checking to see if they were open, <laughs> I said, well, why don't we just ride on up, you know, let's, let's go up the, the lake here and then just, you know, run in Scottsboro. There's got to be a place to eat there. And, you know, we, we found a um, uh, found a place and, and just, you know, as we were eating, you know, everybody, it was Friday, everybody was dressed in, in their Scottsboro you know, stuff. And, um, you know, I just said to my wife at the time, I said, that's kind of a neat little deal here. This, this, I wonder what it'd be like to coach here. And then, you know, yeah. a couple of months later, we didn't know that, you know, the job was open and, and that's what kind of prompted the inquiry. And, you know, just the more, um, the deeper we got into the talks, the, the more, you know, attractive the, the, the position became. And, you know, it is, it's, it's a great community. The people are, um, you know, extremely inviting and, and, uh, the kids have, um, you know, the kids have, you know, they work their tails off, and then we're just we're just trying to get over that mental hurdle right now. Uh, getting into the X's and O's of of what you guys do, it's to me it, it's very similar to what you would see maybe a, a Navy academy do on the football field. Just talk a little bit about this offense because I know it's in today's time it's it's unique. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it, it is. You know, twenty thirty years ago, it wasn't you know mm-hmm. a lot of folks were doing stuff similar. Um, you know, and it's not, you know, a lot of, you see a lot of RPO stuff that, you know, today and, you know, all of it's based off option principles and that's, you know, that's what we're doing. And, and it's, you know, really just a way, you know, we're trying to, um, I think any schematically, you know, schemes are schemes and, and, you know, I don't know the ones any better than the others, just what, you know, what you, what you believe in and, and what, um, you know, what, what you think gives your kids the best opportunity to succeed, and I think you know, the, you know, one of the reasons we do what we do is because it is a, uh, it's an unselfish uh, offense. You've got to be unselfish to to play in this thing. If you're worried about you and your stats, you're going to um, you're going to be frustrated, and you're going to frustrate what we're trying to do. And I, you know, I think part of what we do as coaches, I mean, at at the end of the day, you know, we're we're just educators, and then we're here to teach young people, and then and I think that's. You know, the thing we're trying to do is teach them, you know, to be uh, great husbands, great fathers, you know, doctors, lawyers, you know, I don't care if you're a gas station attendant or, you know, mechanic or whatnot. We we want you to be uh, the best that that you're capable of being at whatever it is you're doing. And then one of the things I think that requires is it requires you to be unselfish. And so you get, you know, look at what we do. You know, on any given play, uh, one of three people can carry the ball. You know, the quarterback's the one that, that's, you know, he's got to be the trigger man. He's got to be the one that's got to make that decision. And then you're talking about, you know, those other guys have got to trust him. Uh, the quarterback's got to trust those guys. And, and, and there's a lot, there are a lot of intangibles that go into making this thing work that, uh, again, I think are crucial in our job as we try to develop young men. Speaking with Scott Spur, head coach Chris Bell right now. Coach, um, obviously this is a this has been a traditional rival, uh, these two, and, and obviously they've not played in, in a few years now, so it's good to see this game back on the schedule. Um, you know, coming into this job uh, as a new job, how is it, how exciting is it for you to take the field against uh, uh, Gunnersville, and, and not only that, you know, what, what's it going to take to to compete and, and come out with a win tonight? Well, I think, you know, again, anytime you're, you know, if you're a competitor, you want you want to play against 
um, you want to play against the best, you know, that, that you're capable of playing against, you know, and then being in, in the Birmingham region that we were in and, you know, you're every year you're having to play Hoover, you're having to play Thompson, you're having to play Hewitt and, and um, you know, and, and, and you get excited about that because they are big games. You know, you're playing against, you know, teams that are well coached that have good football players. And, and that's, you know, that's the opportunity we have tonight, you know, playing against, um, you know, playing against, Coach Reese's ball club, they are well coached. They, uh, they've got good players. Um, you know, and they, and they, you know, when you look at that, that 5A, they're, you know, year in and year out, uh, Gunnersville's been, you know, they've been a top 10 team more times than they haven't been. Um, you know, and that's, you look around, you know, the country and then there, there's, there's not, you know, there's only a few areas left anymore where, you know, these young people get an opportunity to play in environments, you know, like we get to play in. And again, I hope, I hope it's, it's a great environment. I hope both communities come out and, 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 and support, you know, because that, it, that's, that's a unique deal for, for these kids. And, and I, and I tell them all the time that there, there's, you know, 80% of the high school football players in this country aren't going to get to experience at any point what, what we get to experience if not every week, you know, more more times than not, you know, with regard to who you're playing and 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 the ball games that you're playing in, and I think the thing that is unique to this part of the state is as opposed to an area like Birmingham and, and maybe even to a certain degree Huntsville uh, and Mobile, but uh, you've got, you know, where, where the school, you know, the community, it, it it is, you know, it's it's a small town you know, school where, you know, the, the community is, is back in that thing. You know, Birmingham, you've got, you know, however many high schools you've got in Birmingham, now you've got each community. Uh, but it's, it's, it's different, you know, here it's, 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 it's a unique deal. And then, you know, it goes back, you know, to, to maybe the way, you know, when, when we sit there and think about how we grew up and, and, um, and I'm getting to that age where that's getting further and further away. Uh, but, but that was more commonplace. And, and, and it is, um, it, it's something that, uh, we noticed when we, when we moved here, I mean, just the, the sense of community around this place. And, mm-hmm. you know, it is a little bit of a throwback. And um, and, and I know Gunnersville's got the same type of atmosphere about tonight. What it's going to take to win is, I mean, you know, those guys are averaging 49 points a game. They, You know, I don't know that they, they hardly give up a point at all. They act like it's, sin, it's a sin to give up a point. But, you know, <laughs> we've got to control the football and, and um, keep it away from their offense. I mean, you know, the running back's good. The quarterback's good. They've got, you know, a great support cast around them, um, you know, and, and, and it's going, you know, and, and they're good on defense. I mean, it's, it's we're going to have to execute um, and, 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 and have 10, 12, 13 play drives. And it's, you know, that's one of, that's been one of our challenges this year is getting, you know, we're still young and then getting our guys to, to be able to put together long drives without making mistakes and shooting ourselves in the foot. Coach, we really appreciate the time and best of luck tonight and best of luck going forward. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. Y'all take care. Welcome back in. That was Cottsboro head coach Chris Bell, and he he was a great interview, by the way. I, I thoroughly enjoyed talking to him. I'm sure you could hear that in the interview too. Funny guy. He took the job. I, you know, I asked him in the interview, and I'm sure you just you just heard it. But it's funny him saying how the Scottsboro. He's from he's from Oak Mountain. Scottsboro job wasn't, or he's from the Birmingham area. Scottsboro job wasn't even on his radar at all. He didn't know it was open. Um, him and his wife were just up this way, and ate at Scottsboro, and they're like, this is a cool place. Huh. Found out the job was open, applied for it, got it. Wow. <laughs> wow. So they run that, um, for for those of you that don't know a lot about Scottsboro, they run that um, option that you see Navy run. Uh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. 
two yards, three yards at a time. God bless Coach Reese. Having, having to prepare for that. You don't have anybody to prepare for it Ugh. is the problem. I mean, and it's not that it's not that Gunnersville is not a good program, and it's not that they don't have the players to do it. Nobody runs yes. that kind of option anymore, so, so to simulate it, it's got to be rough. It's like, it's like the time Alabama played Georgia <clears throat> Southern. It was, oh. it was like what it was like tied at halftime. The infamous uh, saving quote. <laughs> it was one of the best, one of the yes, one of the best uh, Alabama defenses, and they just could not do anything. Ran through them like blank through a tin horn. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen tonight. Uh, that's just nah. a tough. I mean, that's the thing. Like when if if Scott Spur does you know break off some yardage and stuff, you just gotta say like okay, like you know make try to make the in-game adjustments whatever but i mean i I feel for the coaching staff that they have to it's just something you like you said you don't see it and it is but you know back you know 30 years ago 40 years ago that used to be what what you saw every week but it's sort of like the uh the wing t or whatever the v or like you you don't you don't see it very often and and it's going to take discipline and gunnersville's got the coaching staff and they got the players to do that i think ryan thomas is very underrated as a very defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. you're not you're not him and Coach Candy. You're not on the same like staff. You for go, <laughs> you go years. If if I were to have ridden by the high school mm-hmm. Sunday night from five to t- midnight, I guarantee you they're there. Oh yeah, no they're they're there. They put in more time and yep. preparation. Yeah, they do. They do. Than a lot of people think. It's a great coaching staff, and and all these coaching staffs do. But uh, you know, Gunnersville, yeah. They they've really got it honed in because they know each other so well. Is that what you were about to? Well, about I was just about? like the the guys you really want to look at tonight that have to have a big game uh, are you know Brooks Frazier, Cole Bryan, and uh, Carfagno on yeah. the uh, defensive line, and then the linebackers. I mean that you know it's a um, that's a, a tough task. It's all about discipline, discipline, and being gap sound and yeah. and all that. Who's going to take the runner? Who's going to take the pitch? Who's going to take the quarterback? Setting that edge, not not allowing you know not mm-hmm. allowing them to get wide on those pitches because then they can take it for six i'll be surprised if they if gunnersville scores under 50 in yeah the game on offense though i'll yes. be very surprised if it's under 50 well the the thing is is i mean it all comes down to scott's for his offense and if they're because mm-hmm. because they run that option they're going to eat up clock they're going to well, eat up time possession that's the point if you can get them three a bunch of three and outs if you get three and outs yeah gunners will put 50 on them i'll be surprised if they don't put at least 50 so that it's making for another big go Lopsided score for for Gunnersville uh, last week in the county though about the only real thing to talk about from last week was uh, Arab getting upset by well I guess you'd call it upset I mean it was an upset it's Fort Payne well certainly to lose by twenty one I, I yeah. wouldn't think anybody would guess that was so for those of y'all in the listening audience that may not know last week was Arab's homecoming um, last week Arab found out they were in the top ten five A uh, flat. And just came out as flat as possible, and uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not making excuses for anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying they're flat. Fort Payne probably relished that moment. They're all, all right. We'll check this out. Yeah, we're still six A. We're still Fort Payne, and um, we're gonna try and we're gonna try and blank you. And did, they absolutely did. Arab beat Fort Payne last year. Yes, that's why. Yep, they did, and they were they were in the same region last year. That's why. Yeah, and then Arab came down to five A. So then they they come in, they're like, "You gonna really schedule us for your homecoming?" Yeah, homecoming. Who made that decision? Well, the problem is, I probably couldn't get anybody else to to come in, and I, I bet, I bet with the with the familiarity they've got with one another from playing in the same region the last two years. Hey, we made that mistake in two thousand six. 
We scheduled Alexandria for homecoming. Well, when I was at Arab, <laughs> oh, yeah. when I was at Arab, it didn't matter who we scheduled for homecoming. Arab was homecoming for everybody else. <laughs> yeah, you got, to, you got to see who everyone's king and queen were. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were homecoming. I will say we did, we did come back and beat Alexandria that same year. That's a bad homecoming in the game. Semifinals. Alexandria. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ended up getting pass. revenge on them. Lost fifty six forty nine, and then went I up could, there. And just, you don't want to play the Valley Cubs. I could say little ball boy Joe just sitting there taking the <laughs> homecoming queen hey. dresses as they come by. Now you know what that one doesn't yeah. look as good as the one last that week, pretty, y'all. So we were in at, for a time when I at that period of my life. By the way, ball boy Joe. Area <laughs> was six A, which at the time was the highest classification. We played Huffman. <laughs> we played like uh, Johnson when it was still Johnson, y'all. It was it was <laughs> bad. It was so so bad. Uh, one year we played uh, Huffman with um, God. Who did Huffman have? I think it was uh, Andre Smith. Andre Smith. Yeah, he played yeah. at Huffman. Yeah. One year. Oh, and they. I think uh, Marcel Darius played at Huffman yeah, as well. Didn't play him. But <laughs> thank God that would have been a health issue. Lord have uh, mercy. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, Arab drops it. And it was it was disappointing. I still a lot of folks I know in Arab disappointed, but at the same time, this team's still five and one and still a good football. And they team. still got Gunnersville coming. They still to got town. Gunnersville coming to town in a few weeks, so we're getting ready for that one. Um, real quick, so the last segment I said Auburn plays tonight. They don't play a Thursday night game. Auburn plays LSU. Uh, Saturday, six p.m. Six p.m. inside Jordan Hare Stadium. Is That's Auburn a, planning on playing an away game? Is that in the? Is that? They're. Is I that, think their first. <laughs> their first. Five, Georgia. Their first five or six games were at home. Next week, Georgia next at week Georgia in Athens. So. so yeah, that's a good that's a good first first but, uh, away game right it, there. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Auburn takes on LSU. Um, to me, a sneaky. Peach, hold hold on. Sneaky good LSU. Hold on, team. hold on. Who are we cheering for, Joe? Oh, you I'm, got your boy versus your boy. I don't, <laughs> oh, Brian Kelly and Tank Bixby. It's tough. It's gonna be tough for me. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I might which I, which I will never, y'all. I will never understand that first drive Auburn had last week proved that he's the best player on the team. One hundred percent. And then, oh uh, yeah, like they just. Well, it was yeah. when, they, when they got to fourteen. I, I told Blake, I was like, oh, well, I guess you're gonna keep your coach for the rest of the season and. Yeah. Then lo and behold, it all fell apart, and they almost lost. But. I don't understand. I mean, he, he's he's better than mm-hmm. than A Chain for A and M, but at least A and M gets it. Yeah, like he's the best player on your team. One hundred percent. Keep giving him the ball, and they they did. Uh, and in a lot of situations, besides next week, and maybe until they play Alabama, he might be arguably the best player on the field. Right. And he's not getting the ball. I mean, it it would be like us motioning Bryce out and doing a halfback. Direct I, snap yeah. every play. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. It's hey, you, you gotta, you gotta well, have me preach about well, this, getting the ball more. This week is, I mean, you can't really say make or break for Harson because I think the writing's on the wall. I think most people, yeah. most fans, everybody want, want, want wants to start over and yeah. move on. But for this season, if you could, if you could pull pull off, they're nine point underdogs at home mm-hmm. in a night game at Jordan Hare. If you can pull off the upset there, that, that gives you at least momentum, I think, for Harson to at least finish the season. We've seen some weird things happen in the game. Well, a library catches on fire. And yep. Then the last, what, remember the, what was it? Uh, well, they have like eight interceptions at one time back five, in the 90s. Five <laughs> years ago. Five years ago, you had Auburn 
with that. Uh, did LSU end up winning that game when it was? It went into overtime. It was. It was one of Lester's last years. Les Miles. Yes. Yes. And then you had the one year where Demetrius Bird and the corner went when it was. It. Everybody thought Les Miles was just running the clock down. In <laughs> yeah, then he threw. And he threw a bomb to the end zone. And complete. It's just. It's crazy fun. Game. I'm very excited that I get to watch that game on Saturday. Yeah. Alabama plays at two thirty, so yeah. I'm 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 pumped to watch. And that um, game. Auburn, so we're we're not moving from two thirty to what nine thirty. Oh God. <laughs> Not moving. Game, just going to sit there. o'clock at night. Not moving. Uh, next week. Um, hey, hey, it starts at 11. It starts at 11 with Kentucky at Ole Miss. Oh, yeah. Full that is a day. sneaky. Why is that at 11? Sneaky good. Full day. Full day know. Saturday for sure. And right here on WTWX, the Auburn pregame show will start at 3. Kickoff is at 6. Uh, we got to get to break. This is the 3 and out pregame show. When we come back, we're going to visit with Coach Lance Reese. We'll be right back. Thanks for listening. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. It's football time in Alabama. Our students are learning big American lessons. You can start with your God-given talents and through practice, hard work, and sacrifice, you have the ability to become champions. This is Congressman Robert Adderholt. May God bless all of our students representing our high schools during this season, and may God bless the United States of America. I'm Robert Adderholt, and I approve this message. Paid for by Adderholt for Congress. Best wishes to all the Gunnersville Wildcat cheerleaders and football players from Kirkpatrick Concrete. We are proud to be one of the oldest concrete companies operating in the state, having served Alabama for well over 100 years. Kirkpatrick Concrete pledges to deliver ready-mixed products with the best quality by professional mixer operators in a timely manner. For information on our Gunnersville block operation and all other inquiries, be sure to visit ConcreteSouth.com or call 582-3274 and go Wildcats! Former Gunnersville Wildcats, Steve and Cole Carver would like to assist you with all of your real estate needs whether buying, selling, or an auction. They do it all with over 30 years combined experience. Contact them at 256-571-6775 or 256-293-3040. CarverSold at gmail.com. Remax Gunnersville. Hey folks, Jerry O'Neill, broker and owner, Southern Elite Realty. It's football season and it's game time. I hope you'll slow down, enjoy the game, and make memories. My team and I are so proud to be a part of the WTWX and the Gunnersville Wildcat family. I personally have great memories of sitting on the front porch with Dad and listening to the Wildcats play to victory. As the market continues to thrive, my agents and I will use our many years of experience to serve all your real estate needs. We strive to treat every property as it's our family's. Be sure to check us out at MySouthernElite.com or feel free to give us a call at 256-202-1648. Call today and let's call it soap. Hey folks, Mark Bricky, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're Sand Mountain's only Toyota certified pre-owned dealer. 
That means every Toyota certified vehicle goes through a rigorous 160-point inspection by our award-winning service department. A 12-month bumper-to-bumper warranty, a 100,000-mile powertrain warranty with roadside assistance. So when you buy from Sand Mountain Toyota, you're buying with confidence. Visit us online at sandmountaintoyota.com or Highway 431, Albertville. At Sand Mountain Toyota, we're more than a datorship. Lakeview Orthodontics is Gunnersville's only orthodontic specialist, providing state-of-the-art care with the latest technology in a fun and family-oriented setting. Dr. Don Schmidtke treats all his patients as if they're family members, providing individualized treatment that's tailored specifically for each need. Contact us to schedule a complimentary exam and learn how we can help you or a loved one achieve a healthy bite and a perfect smile. Best of luck to all the great student athletes tonight from Lakeview Orthodontics in Gunnersville. You've probably heard the term community bank and wondered what that really means. While banking regulators describe it in various ways, at Citizens Bank and Trust, we believe our simple definition says it all. We're of the community, not just in it. That means decisions about loans and other services are made right here at home by people you know. Citizens Bank and Trust, big on the small things that define better banking for you. Member FDIC. Now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. Now the good folks at Foodland bring you the Coach Lance Reese Show. Tonight, a special day early presentation of the Coach Reese Show due to the bad weather maybe tomorrow night. Coach Reese, after this word from Foodland. Friends and neighbors, you know an apple a day is great for you. Well, can you afford them? I reckon you can when you come shopping this week at Foodland. Because during our stock-up sale, we're featuring those luscious, juicy Washington State apples. These are the Honeycrisp or the Gators for only a buck ninety-nine a pound. All this week, if they last that long. And this week, speaking of stocking up... You can find Food Club Vegetables. These are 15-ounce cans, five for $5. What a sale this is. In the meat market, boneless chuck roast, pure beef, $3.99 a pound. Whole ribeyes, boneless in family packs, $7.99. Only samples of the specials. There's a bunch of them awaiting you this week at Foodland. Oh, welcome back in to another week of the Lance Reese Show. Coach, thank you so much for joining us again. Obviously a big win on the road at Buckhorn. Had a lot of players that stood out for you. Just talk about the trip there and talk about uh, getting the win and coming back home with a victory over a over a big 6A program. Yeah, it was a really good win. You know, we knew that uh, – uh, it was going to be a challenge going on the road to Buckhorn, 6A school, like you mentioned, a number of athletes, uh, great speed, and a well-coached football team. So really proud of our guys. We we jumped out on them 28 to nothing and felt good about it. And then with about five minutes to go, they score, they kick an onside kick, get it back, and then score again. And we were going into halftime 28 to 14, and they've got all the momentum. So uh, kind of the first time, honestly, that we've faced any adversity all year. We've not been behind, but uh, uh, being on the road and, you know, having to go in at halftime and make some meaningful adjustments and the kids come out with some pressure on them, 
great to see how we reacted and uh, managed to go ahead and, and get a bigger lead the second half and ended up playing some young guys at the end. So it was a really good win for our team. Obviously had some uh, some big offensive production from a few guys, uh, namely Julian Jordan. Just uh, talk about him because uh, I know he's he's got all the tools in the world and it just seems like he kind of put it together in this game. Yeah, he had a big night. Uh, J- Julian had, I think, 22 carries for about – 160 yards, something like that. But uh, Antonio also rushed for – he rushed for 100 yards. And then C.J. had 70 yards rushing. So, we had uh, we had 342 yards rushing, which is obviously really, really good as far as keeping the ball away from an explosive team like Buckhorn. But if you're rushing the ball well, your offensive line has got to be doing – you know, got to be doing a good job. So, up there we got McCormick Langford, Tay Armour, Kate Altum, Royce Balkum, and Ethan Pass. And uh, they've been working hard every week. And what was kind of a, a cause for concern at the beginning of the year turned into one of our strengths. So really proud of those guys and all they do. Defensively, it seemed like E.J. Havis was everywhere. Uh, multiple, I think he ended up with between 10 and 15 tackles. Just talk about his performance. And uh, I know he's been the he's been the leader on that side, but he he really had a big night for you Friday night. Yeah, E.J. had a he had a really big night. Uh, he was our team leader in tackles, and as we say every week, he gets us lined up to the formation that gets our calls in the game. So he's doing doing a great job for us. And then um, Cal Bearden was, I think, our second leading tackler. He he had a good night. Uh, interception wise, John Michael had a really big interception when they had momentum, and uh, he picks one off and kind of flipped them. And then we score and kind of blew the game open. So uh, good to see John Michael getting getting in the mix there. So. Just really proud of our effort on both sides of the ball. I think uh, Diego, our kicker, made a made a big field goal at the time uh, in the oh, second yeah. half, and then uh, he was perfect on all of his extra points. So, how somebody like him has has gotten consistent is is also a big weapon for us. You're moving on now to uh, back to region play, and it's a big one at Scottsboro. This is obviously a traditional rival for for you guys, and uh, good to see them back in the region. What do we need to know about the Scottsboro team, and, uh, and and what are you looking forward to playing them? Yeah, it's uh, like you mentioned, it's good to get Scottsboro back on schedule. It's, it's kind of rough in that they're in a. When we saw the schedule the first time, we noticed these we've got a three this three game stretch on the road. Buck going to Buckhorn, going to Scottsboro, going to Arab. So really tough to play three good opponents like that on the road. Really tough to prepare for Scottsboro because they're running the uh, double slot option attack, and it's. Uh, something that we don't see at all and uh you really don't see it on tv much so sometimes i like the uh military academy still run it army and navy and people like that but right really force you to make uh play responsibility defense somebody's got the dive somebody's got the quarterback somebody's got the pitch so you know as a defensive coach you love to see us get all 11 people to football well this week we can't get 11 people to football because everybody's got to kind of take their own responsibility and uh it's really tough for our scout team guys, obviously, to pick up that offense and give us any kind of look. Uh, so we've got to watch watch good film and get ready to go. And then, you know, when we get against them the first time, they're going to be running about twice as fast as we've seen it all week. So tremendous challenge to get ready for Scottsboro. And now you are officially past the halfway point of the season. Uh, on the injury front, do we have any major injuries? Is there anything uh, that we need to report? Uh, no, you know, it was, a, it was a, obviously a physical game. And, First time since uh, Southside that we've actually had to play four quarters. So 
when the game was over and we had some guys kind of banged up and tired and sore. But that's that's what's going to happen when you're playing a physical football game. Uh, Sam Kennedy getting a little better every week. Should have been working hard with Odell to get back. So don't know if we're going to have Sam back this week, but uh, we would certainly like to because he's you know two year starter and a senior with that receiving core, and uh, uh, we're throwing the ball a little bit more every week. So it'd be great to get Sam back, but. Uh, just uh, hoping we can get everybody back healthy because we're going to need a great effort on both sides of the ball for, for this Scottsboro team. Coach, we appreciate it as always, and uh, we are looking forward to the trip over to Scottsboro. Best of luck tonight. Okay, thank you, Joe. This has been a special Coach Reese show due to the ball game being moved up. Brought to you with the compliments and the best wishes of the good folks at Foodland. Thanks for tuning and see you next week for the Coach Reese Show brought to you by Foodland. That was Coach Lance Reese. As usual, I had to visit with him on the telephone last week because we were at a birthday gathering for my lovely wife, who is 31 years old now. Happy birthday, Lauren. Happy birthday. Turned 31 last week, so... We were at a birthday gathering, and I uh, called Coach Reese, and it worked out well. So thanks, Coach Reese, for always being flexible with that. But uh, obviously, he's happy to go on the win or go on the road and get a win at Buckhorn. I think that's what seventeen road wins in a row now, and now they're looking to go eighteen in a row tonight at Scottsboro. I ex- fully expect this team to go to Scottsboro and get a win. I, you know, like I said, I'd be shocked if if Gunnersville scores under fifty and. That ain't what Scottsboro's looking to do. Right. Did I let me rephrase that. Be shocked if Gunnersville scores under fifty and that's not what Scottsboro's looking to do. Right. I don't think Scottsboro scores more than fourteen on this team. Yeah, I think probably if we're that, look, uh, to me I I think maybe forty nine fourteen is what I'm going for. Something like that. Yeah. Or forty nine ten. I would love to see us get fifties again. How many games how many games this year have we scored fifty? I mean they're averaging forty seven a game. Yeah. Giving up five. Yeah. Well, no, no, that's changed now because of Buckhorn. Giving up about no more than 14 a game now. Thank you. That's probably what the average is. No okay. 10 or 14 a game. We're, we're, we're the top 20, top 20 in offense and defense. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember. I think it was like eight points Moved up game. to number oh, – overall no. moved up to number three, by the way, in 5A. Oh, and I saw number 19 in the Super Bowl, which is all classifications in the state of Alabama. Look at that. 19. That's cool. Look at that. That's awesome. No, I say we score 50. I say they score maybe 14. Well, Coach Bell at Scottsboro, he, you can, he, when you talk to him, he gets it. He knows. He's still got he's still got some work to do. Got to build it. Yeah. You got to build it, um, especially with the offense that you're running. I'll be honest with you. It's probably it's probably kept some athletes at, at Scottsboro from playing. Yeah. I mean, I, not, not doubting the coach and what he wants to do, but – there's just not a lot of kids that want to run the triple option. Anymore. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and if they have the choice to stick with basketball, baseball, because Scottsboro athletically is good across the board. Yeah. So not when air raids an option. I mean, and to me, well, I don't know. I I just I'm surprised that that's not what's being done at Scottsboro. Well, Patrick Nick showed that you could, you know, with a quarterback, yeah. you could really transform Ooh. that Scottsboro roster and make a. a a really good program. That's the last time Gunnersville and Scottsboro played. Hmm. Bo Nix and um, uh, oh man, I'll never forget playing kid in the basketball at, with with Bo Nix as a sophomore. The kid at running back, <laughs> he went to South Alabama. 
great running back. Can't yeah. remember his name. It'll come to me in a minute. Anyway, um, so Scott's or Gunnersville goes on the road tonight. We all expect uh, Gunnersville to get a win. I think the rushing attack from Julian Jordan, C.J. Gamera, and Antonio Spurgeon is going to be too much. Brandon Fusell is going to make a play. Evan Taylor is going to make a play. E.J. Havis is going to tackle everything. So, uh, I think – E.J. Toa Toa. E.J. Toa Toa. <laughs> That's I, what I'm calling him. I don't know. Just expect this Gunnersville team to get to what are we now would be 4-0 and in the region. 3-0. and Let's look at the schedule. Anyway. 3-0. 3-0. and 3-0. That's right. Still top of the region. Um with and we are not looking forward by any means, but Gunner Arab Gunnersville's on the horizon. Can't wait. October fourteenth. Who's not looking forward to it? Two weeks. <laughs> well, we're not. Well, he's not looking. We're I not guess we're not looking, looking past. Uh, okay. okay. We are right. looking forward to it. As a radio show, I think we can look at whatever we want to. But that's true. as long as the team doesn't. That's true. I'm we you, are. I'm glad you clarified that. We are the rat poison. <laughs> that's right. So we should embrace. <laughs> we the, are the rat poison. The rat poison. All right. Well, SEC picks. What we got? Kentucky, Ole Miss. Um, Kentucky at Ole Miss. Back and forth, back and forth, Ole Miss um, in a fairly close game. I'll take Kentucky on the other side of that. I'm taking Ole Miss because Lane Kiffin called out the fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, play, that. that place is going to be packed. Kentucky's a good football team. Come uh, to the uh, SIP. No, I, agree. I agree. I agree. A good they're, football team. They're not, good, they're good football not team. Not gimmicky. They are they're they're big a good up, football team. But you know, when, when, is the, when is the ice put in the first red cup with, a, with an 11 o'clock kickoff? Oh, for Ole Miss fans? Oh, it's like 5 a.m.? No, they start it. They start Friday night. They don't sleep. Yeah. Good grief. For sure. That crowd. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be nuts. It'll be rocking at uh, Vought-Hemingway Stadium. Uh, 2.30, Alabama-Arkansas. Bama, big. Bama, at least two scores. Bama, 17. I'll take Arkansas on the under. I will take Arkansas in the first half. I'm betting, man. Over, I do think it's over under 61. Over. Yeah. Over. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think I think, so I think Alabama sniffs forty. I'm, I'm yeah, taking I'm taking I'm taking the the line, mm-hmm. and we're gonna we'll be it. Yeah, I think Alabama sniffs forty. Uh, Wild card game: A and M at State. Oh man! Cowbell, baby. Cowbell. I just don't know. I can't get behind. Mott Leach is just. You Le- can't get any consistency out of. I've got a fever. The I, only I, mean, prescription I, I agree. I's more cowbell. Listen, I would love love nothing more to see Jimbo Fisher lose to the Pirate, but I don't know. So I'm you're going A and M this week? A and M short. I'm gonna go A and M close. Y'all close, heard close. it here. And then you heard it here. <laughs> and then finally, Jordan Hare rocking 6 p.m. Auburn hosting as a nine-point underdog LSU. I'm gonna have to go LSU. I don't know if they cover that, but I think this is getting to be a sneaky good LSU team. I'm going to go classic uh, LSU-Auburn. LSU wins by field goal with mm-hmm. something absolutely just crazy just happening in the game. Sneaky good LSU team. If, uh, if Hopefully, hopefully Tank, no libraries are set on Tank fire. If Tank has over 100 yards, Auburn wins. No if, doubt. He, if he does not, they don't. That's good. I like that. So, I no don't. crazy takes this week. No, no. scorching hot takes from the former <laughs> era ball boy. <laughs> no, no, none this week. But this has been fun, as always. Thank everybody for uh listening to the show week in week out we love the we love the feedback we're getting from you guys um just out out and about and so if there's anything we could do better obviously let us know rock chalk jayhawk so anything that joe and john davis can do better let them know don't tell me i'll I'll make it'll be personal anything we can do better (laughs) let us know please (laughs) this is the three and out pregame show we're about to send it to jeff and greg at the stadium down in Scottsboro, we hope you all have a good night. Uh, Thursday night, headed to the game. Be safe getting there. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. 
I'm Joe. That's Zach Ross. That's John Davis Rollins. This is the Three Game Show. We will see you guys in two weeks.